Hey there, we're pulling this episode from our story archives where we've covered part one and part two of Lupin in preparation for part three of Lupin releasing October 5th. We hope you enjoy this episode and our upcoming deep dive coverage on Lupin part three. All right, we're back with episode 103 of Lupin. And I'm going to title this one, Even When Lupin Loses, He Still Wins. That's deep. Zach, how you doing tonight? I'm good. How are you doing? Um, yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Thanks for elaborating. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's, it's been a, it's been a yeah. busy day, but that's a different, uh, different Zach, topic the, for the audience, different podcast. Audience, does not care about your busy day. They care about <laughs> loop in episode 103. I barely That's care why I kept it short. That's why I said good. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Uh, I got to say this, this episode was a, a bit of a, um, they have like this term where there's a, there's a few episodes for TV shows that are budget savers. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one felt like the most simple of the episodes so far. Yeah. And uh, had, a, had a lot to do with continuing where we left off last episode where um, he got the name of the cop. Dumont. Mark, and um, essentially is following up on how to get to the bottom of what Dumont is hiding in regards to his father's case of the stolen necklace. Mm-hmm. I guess the whole season one would be like, you know, the, the stolen necklace caper or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's going to end so in the first we, half. I think it might carry on to the second half. This might just be that. Yeah. Deep. Also, I don't think a, I don't think a caper is like the term for it either. Because no, that's what you put on like a steak. Technically, wow, you're off today <laughs> with your with your vocabulary skills. And you put capers on your steak. That's disgusting. No, no. It's is it chicken? It's chicken. You put it on chicken, chicken right? Yeah. 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 Capers are salty as hell. Yeah, they, I've only had it like once. I went to some restaurant somewhere, but anyways, back to uh, back to Lupin. All right, <laughs> <laughs> All right Lu- so we, we enter into this episode and we get a little bit of a opening, you know, we get the contrasting montages. The beginning starts with uh, Dumont waking up in his home, seems to have the most pic- picturesque home life, beautiful home, yeah. a little bit too nice for somebody who's a cop. Um making that kind of paycheck doesn't get you a house that big. Um, he has a beautiful wife, has a couple of kids and, um, yeah, is living the life has a nice little completely set up smart home. Uh, and pretty much the whole day is going well until you find out that his entire home has been infiltrated by Hassan. Yeah. He's, I don't know how he did it. I don't even think they really covered that in the episode. No, how he planted no, that, that amount of bugs. In the, I was surprised. I didn't cover that at all, but you know, when I first saw all the cameras, I actually, well, at the beginning of it, you know, they, they kind of start panning him as like a really nice guy. Like you kind of like him, like he, like he's a nice guy, you know, he's, uh, but then, um, then his wife ends up leaving and it kind of pulls away to the, the camera recording shots. And I thought he was kind of just like a creep watching his wife until we finally found out Lupin was the one watching him. Well, Asan. Well, you, this whole opening scene reinforces my 
my thought that having cameras in the home is a terrible idea in this modern age. So bad. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, especially at least the companies that make them, I, I think well, I know they're like rife with getting hacked, which I've seen some terrible, which horror stories not, not to go down a loophole, but yesterday Amazon released their sidewalk project, which basically turns any Amazon cameras that you have for your home into Wi-Fi beacons that anybody can technically connect to. So you're sharing your own Wi-Fi if you didn't notice. Yeah, I've heard that some of those devices are also like the most yeah. open to hacks. Like a printer mm -hmm. is like the most susceptible to hacks if you have it on your network. Speaking of which, I um, thought I actually thought that he just hacked like his own home network as well. I, I didn't think he had planted anything until it got farther along in the episode. I mean, to plant the amount of bugs that were in there. It's pretty spectacular. He would have had to break into the house. Yeah. So I guess we didn't need to see that. I bet you they filmed it though. I bet you they filmed it and it didn't make a cut or something like that. It could have. Probably. Probably. Something I would have done. Um, so we get a, you know, the episode progresses and you get a scene of Master of Disguise Asan uh, <laughs> literally just uh, doubling as an IT man. Mm -hmm. I mean, really just sold it uh, with the orange beanie. Uh, essentially trying to get Dumont into a discreet conversation and he's using porn as an example of embarrassing him in public mm -hmm. in order to allure him into, into the basement. I mean, I don't know what I would do in that situation, but if you were, who? I don't know Dumont, yeah. like in the sense of like, well, do you go with the guy? Do you not press like well, information? Well, if, like if, if you're if so convinced, <laughs> like he would, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he was so, that means he must've been watching some, you know, porn on his, on his work laptop because why go with him? If you're no, like, exactly. I, I didn't do this. I would on just my laugh off. Like I would my, just be like, hey, figure it not out. My, not my work laptop. No. And you're doing it in the lobby too. Yeah. Like you're screaming out loud. I got to at least like defend myself. For God's sake. Yeah. Human nature is somebody who's walking by believes the first thing that they hear. So they're going to be like, Oh my God, the commissioner is like looking at yep. porn on his, on his cop laptop. That's what my tax money's going to. That, that might be uh that might be the um the overthinking observation of the episode yeah. i was like eh, you still go with the guy like you, you you don't even at least ask to see his id oh he did like, though he's coming he over no 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 he didn't show the id he covered the id and he was like you know what just because i'm black you're gonna do this oh, to well, me well he did you go know? down i mean uh, asan went down that path but uh the commissioner did ask to see it he wanted to see his papers and he's like oh that's that's borderline racist and then, yeah, then yeah. he, he kind of just shuts that off. So I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah, that he got what he wanted, and um, I gotta say, I died of laughter when he uh, he peeled off his eyebrows. Oh my gosh! I I was actually gonna make a comment about that as well. Um, is that just like a French thing? Because what's your name in in Mad Men? Um, uh, Gosh, wow. Megan? Mark Harmon. What I can't think of anybody's name. Don Draper, his second wife. Yeah, Megan. Um mm -hmm. she she like has the same thing. She she does the fake, she had fake I think eyebrows? she does the whole fake eyebrow thing too. And she's French. Hmm. Well, was she actually French in the show or she just like had a semester abroad? No, her mom speaks fluent French. I she, forgot about she that. Doesn't her French. mom have an affair with Roger? Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Yeah, yeah. Roger had a real. Uh, <laughs> Roger had a real. He had a really interesting like last four seasons of Mad Men. Mm -hmm. From the heart attack on, yeah, 
Yeah, his character got a lot better at that <laughs> point. <laughs> well, he was his character was great before that point too, but he got he went he was one of the more interesting characters. He always stole everything. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I was dying more not because of it's a French thing, but because I'm like that. You thought that that made a difference? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like hiding your identity. Put some damn eye on. The, you could just shave that off, anyways. Yeah, the orange beanie was like the only thing. So that's why maybe the budget on this episode was like most we got are fake eyebrows. Mm. Most we can do. And they're like, all right, let's roll. I'm it. telling you, they, they spent it all on the food delivery scene from the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we get Asan. Um, he apparently rolls him out into this giant uh, music case and uh, and puts him in a van getaway drivers there we don't know who the getaway driver is and uh then we cut to this terrorist holding looking cell uh bro the algorithms on this episode are gonna be nuts you got porn and yeah. i just said terrorist like i don't know what's gonna I, happen yeah, apple's just gonna flag it um, <laughs> <laughs> i gonna flag the crap out of this episode but uh it looked like a terrorist like interrogation cell yeah. not that i've ever seen one in person nor do i ever want to see one in person it but, looks like what you would imagine uh, one to be it, yeah you had the stereotypical like one light bulb the one light bulb from the rope or am I imagining that? Did I put that in my, no, there, there, there was a light bulb up there that he turned off and turned on. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta have that splinter cell type Tom mm-hmm. Clancy, that Tom Clancy type light bulb, just swinging lightly, yeah. just a little bit. Any AC kicks on light bulb starts mm-hmm. moving a bit. Uh, so you got him in there. He's passed out. And, uh, um, what was the deal with the whole pressure point thing? I don't, what did he call that? Yeah, just a cheesy, so, just a cheesy so line. The, the guy always has to announce. He always has to announce that he's going to knock you out before he knocks you That's out. That's true. Like, yeah, you know what? A, you know what an uppercut is. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you know what a pressure point is. Yeah. The guy was like taking aback, and he's like, "Oh, this is what it is." All right. So, uh, a song questions Dumont with a creepy uh, computer voice, mm-hmm. and um, he essentially just tries to get to the bottom of what was in the Baba car case mm-hmm. and uh, Dumont's not having it. Uh, so we get a flashback to a very racist Pellegrini mm-hmm. uh, insinuating that Dumont needs to find a way to, for Bar- Baba car to confess. So that's the first flashback we get of that dynamic duo um, until we get forward and we see Asan is still questioning him to no success and, uh, he reveals some dark stuff about Dumont that he has been taking money from drug traffickers and sex traffickers. Mm-hmm. I think the moment you cross into the sex trafficker thing is, uh, it's pretty it bad. got dark. I was yeah. like, <laughs> you know, do you know where it's coming from? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's just a bad look. Uh, and he doesn't seem like, you know, you always get, you get that impression from Dumont that he's not like a black or white character. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that like from the first flashback that he was actually a good cop. Yeah. And there was a very powerful man who was uh, leveraging his power to to get his way in the case. Yeah. I, and so you get like this thing where like, damn, that is like he went from good cop to like taking money from drug traffickers and sex traffickers. Yeah. I mean, they were painting him he, in a positive light throughout the whole beginning of this. Most of it even, I, I would say, well, towards yeah. the end. That didn't phase yeah. me though because you, you knew that wasn't going to you, – you saw him at, in the flashback in the previous episode. Yeah. Of him, a douchebag. of him being the douchey cop, you know, to the kid who just lost his dad, mm-hmm. you know, like not cool. Um, Asan knows what his pressure point is, which I guess brings back that line. And he says, 
okay, if you don't care that I'm going to, you know, and turn you into internal affairs, because he wasn't concerned about getting turned into internal wow. affairs, which I'm just thinking about it now, which probably means that internal affairs was, is probably corrupt as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, look at what Pellegrini was saying. He's like, you don't even know the people that you work for. Back yeah. Then. You're skipping forward here, skipping forward. Oh, well, but yeah, that, that, that conversation that. at the end does allude to it. No, we skip yeah. back and yeah. forth, you know, but, uh, but he does allude to that. I didn't think about that though. Cause I was like, wouldn't you be a little more concerned? Like your whole career is going to go down to shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when he said the uh, pressure point line, which was, uh, what about your wife? Then he was like, Oh, please God. No. Uh, so that was a interesting dynamic there that yeah. the whole department above him must be super corrupt. Mm-hmm. Um, we get a, that threat from him and you get this interlude moment where a son gets a call from Claire. And I didn't catch whether the son's birthday was that day or the day after. Did you? I, I didn't either. I kind of think it's the day after. Um, yeah, I think it's the day after. That's yeah. what I wrote too. Yeah, and um, I gotta say, this made me think. You know, sometimes lies are better than the truth. I mean, you're the you're the married man on the podcast, <laughs> so I'm gonna say, if Michaela calls you and it's a busy day at work, and she's like, "Did you forget? It's you know your son's birthday." You say eventually you have a son. Yeah, you're not gonna be like. Yeah, I forgot it, it was his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be like, of course. What what kind of what kind of father do you think yeah, I am? And stop on the way you home. Know? And then you would, <laughs> yeah, you stop on the way home. Toys R Us and buy like a million things. Mm-hmm. You know? Toys R Us doesn't exist no, anymore. No, it doesn't. So, I used so. to have one right next to me. It's yeah. a shame. Yeah, it is a shame. I think they're haunted too because there's been one that's been shut down for like ten mm-hmm. years and nobody's taken it over. Very nice lot corner, Pembroke Pines, Pines and Flamingo, like really. Uh, that's like a really bustling intersection. Yeah, same thing up here, but they, they did end up putting some stupid air jump thing in there. Whatever. Our ki- our kids will never no. know the joys of a toy never. store. They'll just know the joys of an Amazon order list. Um, all right. So he gets that call from Claire. I gotta say Claire is a looker. Like she, she looks mm-hmm. good. You can plead the fit Zach, but she's, she's attractive yeah. for like a, yeah, I gotta say she has like that little that, she's, that French charm too. edgy. I, yeah, well, when she's yeah. younger, I'd say. Yeah, she's yeah, she has like a little bit of a mm. feminist yeah. trend yeah. as a younger as we get to the flashback, which the flashbacks to Assange's childhood kept on replacing my favorite scenes. Yeah. So um they kept on just topping each other. They were definitely to me the highlights of the episode. I agree. But the first yeah, the, the first one you get the backstory of Assange and Claire. Because up until now you really didn't get much other than that they have great chemistry together which really makes and, me um, wonder what made them separate because i mean like she would know everything at that point no i don't think she knows the full details i don't know why would he tell her all the details i mean he, he's telling her everything in the, in the flashbacks he's a kid yeah and they, they grew up he has a son then. now so i, I don't know he has a son. he's got to pro- he's got to protect some i don't people. think she knows the Sometimes full extent he- of what he's doing today but you know, there are, if these, she things, knows, there are these things called honorable lies. Uh-huh. You know, not all of mm-hmm. them are awful. <laughs> not all of them are awful. You know. Um, anyways, why worry her? He's a he's a trained thief. Yeah. You don't get into that line to be honest no, with people. But she knows he, he is. That, that's what I'm saying. So if she already knows about this, she suspects, but she has no idea he. 
Rob the Luke, no, she would be complicit in everything if he told her. She doesn't know about that. That's what I'm saying. She doesn't know the details of what's going on now, but she knows his personality and what he does since childhood. Zach, if you commit a crime, you can't tell your wife. If I, <laughs> if I commit a crime and tell my wife, she cannot testify against me. Is that yes, a law? it's a law. Are you kidding? <laughs> you cannot okay, testify okay, against a spouse. Yeah, but you're going to really bring it down on her, too. You're going to share yeah, your burden I mean, like it, that. You, she didn't, yeah, she didn't commit to, the crime. But, yeah, technically, no. You, you, it's, it's pretty it, selfish. It's to uh, force them to do that. Yeah, I, would, I wouldn't tell. Uh, maybe. It just depends what it is. What you drinking there tonight? What's the drink of the um, night? It's sparkling lime water from Trader Joe's. Oh, I was hoping it was like an IPA. No, it like a good I, IPA. Had a, I had I had a Winchester rye, little, little like taste tester, and then a Winchester bourbon. Kayla and I split that, but hmm. on to water now. Okay. Okay. Uh, speaking of uh, bourbon, there's a book called Pappy Land hmm. by Wright Thompson. Uh, it's on my summer reading list. If you want to look I it up. Look it up. Uh, I it down. Yeah. I think, it, I think it's up your alley. Great beach read. I'm going to read it on the beach this all summer right. for sure. Um, all right. Back to the episode. You get the first flashback. Claire, great job on casting again. Mm-hmm. Great job on oh, for sure. casting. Uh, she's being hit on or bullied slash bullied, um, by three little terrible kids, mm-hmm. uh, in a classroom and Asan walks in, you get a cool little glimpse at Asan's honorable character. And, uh, although Claire wasn't very <laughs> impressed, although secretly she was yeah. grateful and totally into it. He comes in and he's like, Hey, we got a problem here. He pulls the whole the line there. I'm surprised the bullies backed off. Me too. But I guess they backed off because the teacher walked in. Yeah. Um, but hey, it is what it is. So he goes, he sits down next to her. Claire gives a little mini femoran. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he kind of looks a little bit dejected naturally. Yeah. I mean, you just did something nice for somebody, yeah, yeah. for God's sake. And, she, and then she notices that because she's a, she's a cool character. Yeah. And she's like, take off your coat, night. Stay a while. Well, that's a pretty smooth line for like a high school. Yeah. I'm like, the girls I knew in high school didn't have those kind of <laughs> lines, you know, where they were like, there's two types of men, knights and barbarians. That was key. The first, my first favorite yeah. line of the episode. And then it was replaced by two others. I will, I and, will have um, to say though, the whole dialogue and just, just that entire scene where they're talking back and forth in that classroom had to have been one of the most awkward like classroom chatting scenes i've ever seen like you're talking at because you're talking at full volume when the teacher is up front already told you to be quiet like three times and you're like you're starting a class they were kind of they were not whispering at all they were talking like just like we're talking right now it was Hmm. i was i was also eating a burger i see so maybe like i wasn't noticing burger fat in your ears yeah yeah (laughs) burger just the crunch of it aside from that you're just nitpicking anyways we're moving on here we get a forced moment this was something that i was a little taken aback by because we flash forward back now to the interrogation Mm -hmm. and uh a son who never makes mistakes just lets it slip that he's bob car son i know he said which makes Mm. but he, he looked like fake fake remorseful i don't know though like, like what, what, what would mistake? the benefit be of looking fake and, and, and you know not actually remorseful about saying that when nobody's yeah, looking exactly. at you the, the camp is no yeah, cameras to- are on you but but he totally messed up but you know after the fact i was thinking maybe he 
was trying to see if this guy is a good man. Cause he does test him later on in the episode, mm-hmm. which I picked up on second viewing. This is my second viewing of this episode. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, he lets it slip. And I'm just like, that's so uncharacteristic. I mean, at least maybe he hadn't sold me so much on how like not cool about it. He was, you know what I mean? Like he looked completely under control. He did up until that point though. It, it, the conversation got very heated and he was, he was a little too emotional about it. Yeah, naturally. Um, so we get a flashback there to another scene, same kids being bullies, uh, Asan sitting on the bench with Claire. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked him a question, but I didn't quite pay attention there, but, uh, he's reading Lupin, of course. Mm-hmm. And, um, the bullies come over and they insinuate some relationships going on. Also racist bullies again. And, uh, yeah, they pretty much take it out on him. Asan steps up again mm-hmm. and gets a black eye this time or cut over his eye, which shows us a first kind of intimate moment between Asan and Claire yeah. where, uh, Lupin Actually, no, not Lupin. I call him Lupin because the show's called Lupin. Yeah. But Asan says my personal favorite line of the episode where he pulls the lighter out because even while he was getting beat up, mm-hmm. he was still saving her, which is a win. And he stole the lighter that the kid was playing around with. And uh, he gives delivers a line. Even when Lupin loses, he still wins, yeah. which should be the name of the episode. Yeah. So Asan, flash forward, forgives Dumont after getting rejected to trying to kiss Claire in the, in the bathroom or wherever they were. Yeah. I wasn't but, sure. Um, where they were. Yeah. Nice school where you get to just hang out with girls yeah, like that. And nobody just, else like, is around. No, it's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, dummy cops get fooled again. That should just be the trend of, of it. And I don't want to ring in all the cops together as like equal dummies. Mm-hmm. Uh, but lead cop, lead detective, usually the case, yeah. right? Short-haired, blonde guy, complete, like, lead fool mm-hmm. of the pack. The only smart one is the guy who's on to the... the younger one who knows the, the loop and book. Asana, yeah. yeah. And then the girl's, like, in the middle. Yeah. The girl's in the middle. Um, yeah. So, Asan forgives Dumont. You have, like, an important moment there. Where you also see kind of Asan's priorities. He was on a timeline. He didn't actually get the confession out of Dumont. Mm-hmm but he forgives him and you see time expired. So he knew he had only a certain amount of time to interrogate yeah. him. And also he's playing his priorities. He's not getting lost in the fact that he's trying to avenge his father. He is uh, making sure to get out of there in time to get back to his family too. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he does make a decision to get away from something, which I'm sure he wanted to stay there longer and, and get information. Oh, I'm out sure. of him. Um, unless he, he knew that all along and he knew what was going to happen later in the episode. Uh, he planned like for it. He planned that, for it at least. I don't yeah. know if he knew. Yeah, he, yeah, he had an alternative plan there. So, all right, Asan gets away, walking straight out of the front doors of the city hall that their police commissioner was just kidnapped mm-hmm. from. Uh, we'll talk about that. But that's, that, I mean, your police commissioner gets kidnapped. Yeah. Okay. In the building, mm-hmm. the main suspect was in the main hall of the building. There's no other cameras showing which direction he went. Evidently not. Just just on the outside of the building, you know, the useful spots. Nobody checks the basement, the creepy basement in this city. Yeah, it looked like some underground tunnel that went went to another building or something. Definitely not the same location. Yeah. And Asan had like these loud speakers going on there. 
You did, yeah. No, there there could not have been anybody that just went down there normally or frequently for that to work. He had a whole he oh, had a whole setup in there. He had projectors with lights with speakers configured with a microphone and a whole laptop like layer set up down there. Where's the where's yeah, the lap, I, like the, he's tapping the laptop, clicking the keys with his fingerprints know, all over it. I don't even know where he was. He was right there. Where the no, no, no. Where was he? He left the room to another room. Yeah, but so they had like, like a, a room, room next, setup. next to him. That's what I'm saying. Like he's got this entire layer down there with uh, some screen set up underneath, uh, you know, the, in this tunnel area where, where Dumont is. How do you set that up? That's my question. How, how do you, you get that, that in and not get caught? That's my question. There has, like, you would think there has to be somewhere that this tunnel leads. It looks like a World War II era tunnel or something that has <laughs> been retrofitted with lights. Uh, <laughs> and some creepy dungeon layer stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was laughing at that scene at the end where the detectives are coming through it like, you mm-hmm. know, die hard with their guns. Mm-hmm. I was laughing at that. Um, okay, so he gets away, walks out of the front door. We get a final flashback where Asan is sitting next to Claire in just a long hallway with a lot of beds. There's a lot of beds in this mm. place. What was it an infirmary? Yeah, I, don't, not, I don't know where they I'm were. Not sure. May have been. Looked like it looked like the Hogwarts infirmary. Mm-hmm. We'll say that they're in the Hogwarts infirmary, and uh, Asan describes he finally after day, after days, probably weeks of thinking about how to come back to that Knights and Barbarians line. Mm-hmm. Is like, hey, there's a third type of man, the gentleman, and I, I like that. <laughs> I gotta say that was my favorite. That was my favorite moment of the episode. Mm-hmm. So. Um, you get the first kiss between Claire and Hassan, which kind of just ends up being a nice conclusion to that little trilogy of flashbacks. Yeah. All right. So the dummy cups, dummy cups, the <laughs> dummy cops finally wise up and they see that, uh, Dumont is hiding something. They, um, after all this time, finally realize it because the only smart of the smart one of the trio finds out that he was the lead detective on the, necklace case 25 years prior mm-hmm. which takes us to our final episode final scene of the episode or one of them which was the pretty dark scene of him coming home and removing all the bugs in his house yeah. felt like black mirror it really did feel black mirror-esque which felt out of place with this uh with with the actual show in general you no know, because you get that sinking feeling in your stomach and the way the episode ends yeah it's very black mirror. There is there is too many cameras, and then with that said, when he's going and removing them, they're in like the most obvious places. It's and they stand out like a sore thumb. How do you not see that when you wake up in the morning? You go to take a shower, and there's just like this black bug on a white wall. How do you not see that? Uh, I can I can. I can see it happening. I don't know. I can see it happening. I, I, I think I, I was more I was more insulted that the wife wasn't home. If I'm kidnapped, I want my wife standing at the door. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what was she doing? Shopping or something? If she came in with groceries, that <laughs> would have just been done. Like if she said, Oh, oh you're God, not where dead. Have you been? <laughs> wow. The audacity. Anyways, um, dark scene in the episode. Hassan looks disappointed. Um about the bug removals mm-hmm. happening on there. And, um, I mean, why would he be so disappointed? You know, 
But uh, the scene felt like Black Mirror, like I said, just gives you that sinking feeling. And you get that final flashback, which confirms your suspicions that um, a few suspicions from a few episodes now that Dumont was threatened Mm -hmm. by Pellegrini to get a confession. And he threatened his wife, which made him go down that dark path, which was symbolic where he grabs a cigarette, which is kind of like doing, Mm -hmm. you know, deal with the devil type of situation. And, uh, just cements Dumont as a great character, but still kind of a, a sleazeball because at the end of it all, his wife gets home and he's like, play. It's a, it's a great day. Whatever uh, the name of that song is. I what can was see that clearly now. I can see, I can see clearly now, which is almost like he had his conversation with Pellegrini and he's like, Hey boss, we have a third uh, player in this, in this thing going on here. Mm-hmm. So he can see clearly now cause he has his wife and Pellegrini's going to take care of a son. He's back to being a douche little sleazeball and all of a sudden Hassan rains on his parade by hacking into their French Siri. And, um, Alexa, <laughs> he says, Circe. Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was not an Apple product. No, you don't think what is Siri in French? I don't know, but that was not an Apple product. Of course, not. <laughs> Apple product, but they're going to actually, Anyways, Jack has to, is actually an Apple fanboy, as am I, but he is definitely more uh, hardcore. A little bit. Yeah. Anyways, so the episode ends with the most Black Mirror moment of it all, which was uh, Dumont failed the test. And I actually didn't pick up on this in the first episode, mm-hmm. but uh, Asano was testing him to see if he would call Pellegrini. And um, the moment he did, I think that's when he decided to expose him to his wife um, with the creepy smart device yeah. well doing the recording with Pellegrini which by the way wasn't the most incriminating thing like yeah you know no that's, that's for sure I mean the conversation with Hassan was more incriminating than that well how would he know Pellegrini personally yeah, I guess it yeah. is a little bit more well I mean the, he was in the investigation but I mean and, and, uh, until he actually called Pellegrini there was nothing really incriminating to him or you know about him that happened aside from the mm-hmm. whole uh, you know, drug money, yeah, yeah. And well, things like that. Also, in that in that flashback, you find out that Anne Pellegrini's mm-hmm. wife is innocent too. Yeah, at least yeah, so she we didn't think. Know. If Pellegrini's telling the truth, there. Um. Okay, so that is the end of the episode. It ends with a son in front of his computer, mm-hmm. essentially uh, hearing the recording of Pellegrini and Dumont talking, yeah. which confirms his suspicions that. What is Pellegrini's first name? I just call him Pellegrini. <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> very, very short man too. They really yeah, accentuate yeah. that. Um, all he's right. Gotta, so we're done with the episode big. and moving forward, you kind of know the next episode is going to be a going after Pellegrini somehow. Um, at least so it would seem unless they hit us with a filler. I think, like I think that. it might be him going after DeMont more. To get more details, because now he knows something happened. I think he's going to use. Yeah, De- he, I think he's going to at he, least use Demont. Because all right, we got two more episodes left. I think him going after Pellegrini has to be the end all for this first half. So I think he's going to have to. Yeah, to but have you to have build the conversation. You have the conversation that he has to meet with Pellegrini, so he's going to try to infiltrate that meeting. I would assume. I don't know. Maybe I, I, whatever it is, he's he's going to have to use Dumont because he did not get in every episode so far. At the end of every episode, he gets enough information for 
you know, his next next, next suspect. Episode. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, the entire thing is about that suspect. Did you even see Anne Pellegrino in this at all, except for like the one, like two second flashback of uh, when, when, you know, Pellegrino was saying, uh, you know, oh, my wife can't know. Um, yeah. That was it. So he didn't get enough information in this episode to just go after Pellegrini. I think he's going to have to use Dumont, and this is going to be a long, drawn-out episode, up in an episode and a half ordeal before he really gets to Pellegrini. I, 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 that's what I'm going to put my money on. All right, all right. I'm going that, since this is a five-episode yeah. half season, I'm going to go that he finds Pellegrini next episode. All right. Not that he has a one-on-one confrontation with him, because um, I don't think he wants to do that. But he will find a way to get yeah. to him. So, all right, we got categories. Well, well, hold now. on, before we get in that, I, I want to bring up um, at the end of the episode. I want to know if you caught this. Um, he, uh, what happened with, with that whole like fake Alexa device, with the French Alexa device, whatever you want to call it? Um, he, he made the call. Obviously, we know the the audio was recorded on that because you know uh, Asan ended up playing that back when his wife was in the room. Um, but you know how he, he asked the device to play, I can see clearly now, but did you notice the yeah. song that came on? The lyrics were something along the lines some of people some people never, never change. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I did notice that. That was good. I would like to know what the name of that song is. I wonder if it, you know, if we could find out the name of that, that it would be, uh, like a, a kind of like a contrasting name to, I can see clearly yeah. now. Maybe, like Maybe it's like, no cloudy day here. Something. I'm gonna have to look it up. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so we have categories. <clears throat> what was your favorite scene or most memorable scene mm. of this episode? Most memorable scene. Let's think about this for a minute here. Most memorable and favorite might be different. Yeah. You're up first. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying. There, there was. I mean, it was it, this this episode was a very slow burn, but there was there was some interesting things that happened. What was the category? Re- repeat the category. Your favorite scene. Right. That's it. Right. Get it together. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of liked the whole interrogation sequence because I don't think we've seen Asan in this sort of attack mode yet and it kind of felt very uh much like he was on the offense it was a darker side yeah. to us on definitely this episode like i said has some black mirror vibes mm-hmm. to it, so you kind of see like this darker side of us on uh but it's not my favorite i'm, I'm a sucker for uh backstory so uh i'm going with I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to take all three scenes and combine them into okay. one, the Claire and Hassan backstory. Those are the most memorable to mm-hmm. me. And probably, yeah, all three of them are kind of equally memorable. They all each have their moment. The first one has their Knights and Barbarians line. Second has the Lupin always wins even when he loses. Mm-hmm. And the third has the Gentleman, which is the Gentleman Thief, which is a recurring type of uh, character. I mean, James Bond is the type of Gentleman, right? Yeah. The characters that attract are these type of gray area gentlemen figures. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, all before, right. Before the we next had, category, I, I was just doing some research. Um, 
I did find what I think is the uh, the song. So it's actually, um, I'm going to butcher pronouncing this because it's, I think it's in French, but it's On Ni Change Pass, which is from Celine Dion. And it's talking about, we do not change. We just put on other people's costumes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. So it's very, I'm going to read the lyrics later, but it's very interesting. I, I think this might really <laughs> fit fit was what was going on i wonder if it's actually the song we got did you look up the show i did um, i did imdb uh i looked up it came up on or uh, if you go to the the wiki page it might show you too it's on what song um dot com and i think i saw it on something else as well tune find so it's on those there Hmm. was like uh four songs on there it's got i can see clearly now from johnny nash and then it goes into uh, okay okay eventually this song. so did you have a most memorable side character side or- character <sighs> hmm i had a hard time with yeah that. this one was hard i mean because most of the people in this episode were people you already know like there was not really anybody else there was the cops um the only people that i don't think we met yet was dumont's wife and the truck driver yeah i mine was a different person or, or thing. i mean i i'll say truck driver but that's simply because i can't remember anybody else <laughs> i'm going with the clown in the box uh, I'm going <laughs> with the i'm going with the clown as the side character of uh of the episode i won't forget that clown popping up i thought the side character had but, to be felt very jigsawy moment <laughs> it did it was jigsaw moment you know? yeah it kind of kind of had that yeah. vibe kind of freaked me out a little bit too the little chuckle it, the laugh of the clown is freaking. i was just expecting the box to be nice. empty honestly no nah, they needed a clown in it of course <laughs> <laughs> the clown cops um all right plot holes in the episode oh, we kind of covered some of these yeah <laughs> this one. i'm going with i got i got three you, I'll, you go first and then i'll give my my three okay all right I don't know if I, I uh, one obviously. How the hell did all of you don't those give three. cameras? I just have three. How did all of those cameras get in there? That was a big one. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, there. Were, I mean, there. There's other things that stood out. That was. I don't know if I'd call them plot holes though, but like that whole pressure point thing killed me. I was. <laughs> I'm gonna try that on somebody tomorrow. I'm just, I'm just gonna like <laughs> touch touch their neck and the Actually, at the same you know, time see if they pass out. The, you remember the first episode where they have the chloroform in the mm-hmm. spray bottle yeah. and they spray the guard and it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. Cause like you think about some of these shows where people like attack other people yeah. or video games where you go and like, you hit somebody from behind them, they just pass out. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta hit somebody with force, man. Yep. Like, you know, Asan really hit him with that pressure point because you know, if you would have messed up, then it would have got a little messy in the hallway. Yeah. Um, so I always find that to be something that we kind of just overlook. Yeah. You got any other potholes? Oh man. What, uh, there was one other one that stood out to me. Let's see if I can remember it. Hmm. Nothing. It's not coming to me. It, it might. I'll All let right. you go next. I got you. Mine is this basement under the hall. <laughs> I would think a building like that, every inch of that building is being used. Mm-hmm. You don't have like this incredible basement that's unused, not even like a janitor going down there. 
I mean, he had like Bose sound, surround sound mm-hmm. type stuff in there. He literally set up a whole interrogation room and a side monitoring room. Yeah. So that to me was like incredible. Uh, another one, low key plot hole. Dumont thinking he had any leverage. Like when he's like, hey, if you let me go, I'm not going to tell anybody that you're the son of Babacar. <laughs> In that situation, the guy just told you he has all your information of taking money from sex traffickers and drug traffickers. Yeah. And you're going to try to threaten him? You're going to go down with him. So what kind of leverage do you have in this situation? Well, it's either you both le- walk away or you both go down. That's it, exactly That's it. right. Um, and then the eyebrow disguise is number one for me. That eyebrow <laughs> disguise. Why even put the eyebrows on? Like, Is that going to alter the police sketch that much? Apparently, I mean... You imagine they got him on camera, but he just takes those eyebrows off and they're like, man, looks like him, same height. But he just doesn't same have Same nose, eyebrows. same eyes, but eyebrows are off, though. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those eyebrows are just not quite right. Yeah. We have him, sir. He's, it's him. It's him. This is him. No, no. eyebrows, dude. Yeah. Just something, something damn off about Anyways, uh, I got to give it, you know, a little round of applause. You can insert like a little round of applause and, and post. Uh, to <laughs> uh, Lupin does a good job of intertwining different storylines and lines into present themes. Mm-hmm. They do a good job of that, and it's not something you pick up on in first watches. And a lot of shows do this. Game of Thrones is like the master of this. Mm-hmm. Um, with like you'd have three storylines going on, and they'd each have the same theme, but three different characters. Interesting. Uh, it's something to pay attention to. Um, but Lupin does a good job of it, and uh, they did it today with the knights and barbarians and that line and the people changing line and they just bring everything together. There's like a, there's a nice pattern to everything. The episode starts with a montage of Dumont and it ends with a montage of him as well. Mm-hmm. Same, same thing. A sign at his computer in the beginning. It's almost like if you were to cut like a, a pepper in half and it's like they're equal, <laughs> equal size. I don't know why I said pepper. I, I did groceries today, but <laughs> you get the point. Uh, so I got to say, I, I do enjoy this show a lot. Yeah. Me too. Anything to add? Um, hmm. Well, you know, one of the things that I I noticed that I kind of thought was interesting that I, I don't think they did in this is there was never really something that happened that they ended up rewinding it back and kind of showing you how it actually unfolded. Like there, like the whole uh scene from the last episode where you know he's he's wounded and he jumps to to shoot the basket but he grabs the net uh it rewinds everything back oh, to show yeah, you yeah. They, they didn't, nothing like that yeah. happened in this. I think, so this one this this episode to me kind of felt a little off brand it, it didn't really need to though didn't really need to it didn't need to yeah uh, i mean you don't gotta they hold your hand too much it's it becomes a boring yeah you know yeah so uh it leaves some room for to the imagination uh, I think moving on through here, you got, they got two episodes to wrap this up for the first yeah. half until we get the second half, which releases in two days actually also. Yeah. So um, we will have another episode coming soon. And until next time, Zach, do you have any closing thoughts? Uh, you want to plug how to find us? Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you're, you're listening 
uh, to Story Archives right now. So you can find us on our website at storyarchives.com. I butchered the name of that storyarchives.themidnightexchange.com <laughs> which leads us into I guess we could call it our 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 podcast network you know themidnightexchange.com uh, the Midnight Exchange Podcast Network um, you can you can follow us on Instagram at the Midnight Exchange you can follow us on Twitter at T-H-E-M-E Podcast and you can visit us on Facebook at the Midnight Exchange as well so if you want to drop an email a request for a podcast anything you want to talk about the network you can send a message at podcast at the midnight exchange.com that's about it love it thank you all for tuning in and until next time stay sneaky like our son Lupin <laughs> and Lupin I say Lupin every once in a while because I, I think that's, the that's how it's, say it that's like how it's that. spelled it looks like it I'm going to say Lupin. Arsene Lupin. Arsene Lupin. All right. Good night, everybody.